Welcome back to today's episode of the College Made Easy podcast. I am Ben. Today we have Tim and Scott and no Emily. Shocker. Unfortunately. Um, she has been honestly, here for she's a been while. doing good lately. What did you say? What did you say, Tim? Same thing. She's been here for a while, consistently yeah. at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been impressed. Um, so today we're going to be talking about how to make friends in college, part two. It's going to be a little bit more post-freshman year possibly if that makes sense if you want to check out freshman year how to make friends that's uh a little bit of an older episode uh go back to like the beginning of our podcast so a little worse quality but still good content we uh Uh, we also did recently that episode on the truth about freshman year they can look at that one that has a lot about making friends true true good point good point okay so but before we get into it we're going to be doing over under so first Study buddies, overrated or underrated? I'm pretty opinionated on study buddies. I'm I'm actually against study buddies. Um, really? I, 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 at least for me, I get very distracted when I'm trying to study with someone else. The only way, I, the only, yeah, the only way I'll study with someone else is if I've already studied beforehand, and I just want to. If I have any questions that they can answer that I don't know, I, I will. Gotcha. I find I get the accountability from study buddies, like not to look at my phone a bit more. So I think study buddies are underrated. I think study buddies are also underrated. Um, I always thought it was like weird specifically asking somebody in your class just to study with, but like it may feel weird, but it's really not. Like you, I honestly learn so much better if I just have somebody to like, not even, that uh, we're like doing things together, but like that we're like near each other and we can ask questions for further understanding. It's pretty useful. So yeah. Oh, 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 I wanna say one thing. This is nothing, all it has to do with study buddies. But if you're interested in someone in your class, like like relationship wise. Oh my gosh, Scott. Do not ask. (laughs) Every time. Do not ask to like study with them because you're automatically putting yourself in the friend zone. Ask them out instead. Honestly, I think that's good advice in general. Like, ask for what you want. Like, yeah, don't go for it. Don't don't beat around the bush. Yeah. I'm going to save my two cents for our upcoming episode. (laughs) Anyway, number two, diners. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. Very Underrated. underrated. Underrated, yeah, I agree. So when we wrote this under over... Multiple things got rejected by me because I said that they, they were too nuanced. <laughs> diners, I, I really want to generalize this, but I know a number of really good diners, and I also know a number of really, really bad diners. On average, I would say underrated, but there's a lot of nuance. Well, number three, <laughs> Bing, the search engine. So this is also nuanced. <laughs> no, absolute trash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> severely. I Actually, think maybe it's properly rated. Yeah, I think it might be properly rated just because, like, I've never heard a good thing about Bing search engine. Yeah, I think it's properly. It's yeah. Bad. By the way, YouTube right now, we're advertising for your parent company, so you might want to <laughs> give us some uh, monetization. Well. Google, Google owns YouTube. Yeah, but we're talking about Bing. Yeah, but we're talking about how trash it is. So 
All right. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of Over Under. So let's get into it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's just, let's just emphasize. We hate saying cliche advice and tips. So that's yeah. why this episode, we're going to say the cliche first, just get it out there. And then after mm-hmm. that, we're going to go into the actual tips, like actual practical things that you can do yeah. that not that your average person won't, won't tell you. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully you haven't heard these before after the cliche stuff. Yeah. yeah you've probably heard the cliche stuff before. So number one, like the obvious thing that everybody says, oh, be outgoing, be yourself. Like, yes, it's true. But like, oh my gosh, that doesn't help you. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? The, I mean it just the makes sense. Here like, is being someone that you're not, you might be able to make friends. But the problem is, do you really want those friends? Because they're not friends with you. They're friends with that other person that you're pretending to be. Yeah. And that's the entire point of that. Yeah. Um, Although then you can do your own cost benefit analysis. Do you want to be surrounded by human beings or friends? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so I know when it comes to like being outgoing and being yourself, specifically the being yourself part, like I know social anxiety is a real thing. I have it sometimes. Uh, I used to have it much more frequently, but you really do. I know it's cold hearted as it may seem for me to say, but like, you just got to like suck it up for just like those few minutes, just to start a conversation to get literally that's it. And like, after that, it gets so much easier. And I know it's awkward, literally point out how awkward it is. Be an absolute goof. That's what works for me. Just make a joke about how stupidly weird meeting people is. And together, the two people who are making it weird, We'll bond over how weird it is. And it won't be weird anymore. Literally, all you have to say is, hi, my name's John. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Yeah. It's not It's not that hard. It's not rocket science. I'm just but, thinking uh, about that. It is difficult. <laughs> that date I went on freshman year, that was just so awkward. You wanna- I, don't, I don't think this girl was weird. We were just not a good match <laughs> at all. That's fine. I need to hear this story afterwards because I don't remember. I think you have. Yeah, no, it was just awkward. So awkward. Oh, was it the first? Never mind. Anyway. It, it was probably about three or four weeks into the semester. The first semester freshman year. Whatever. I don't remember this story at all. It was an odd time. <laughs> so I know um, people say join clubs a lot. And it's like, all right, fine, join a club. But like, actually, like I joined the Ultimate Frisbee Club uh, like my first week at our, at our school. And it did wonders for making friends. Like I met somebody, actually, I met somebody in a class and then he convinced me to join the club. But then I met other people in the club who were in my other classes and it just made making friends so much easier. Uh, just seeing people in different aspects, like in different, not in different, in different situations, but the same people makes it easier to make friends. I found with me when it comes to clubs, I'll make a lot of good acquaintances. I wouldn't say I'd make a lot of like really like solid friends who I'm like hanging out with on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None of them are my closest friends, but like friends that I would hang out with. 
clubs generally have hit me as like, I think sports clubs are better on average than I always talk about the, the mean situation, but generally the clubs I've joined, they're very fake. Like everybody puts on like the last ball. It was about being yourself. People seem to have like a club face that they put on that they wear for every time they're at that club. And even I do it. Can you give an example? Like, um, like what club, like what club you mean? Uh, honestly, I might want to edit this out. The, the main one I'm thinking is honestly, uh, all of our, all of our religion clubs. Yeah. Yeah. We can take that out if you want. Yeah. Um, like, but yeah, so, but the faces, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the next cliche one that you've probably heard a bunch of times is uh, talking to people in your classes. I find it, it it's better to do this when you're actually like interested in the subject matter mm-hmm. and other people are. Um, but don't, oh, don't, <laughs> please do not become friends with someone who, who is using you to do their homework. Uh. <laughs> it's a no-no. What if she's hot, Scott? Oh, my God. No, no, it's still a no. <laughs> you have to have some self-respect. Yeah, honestly. I think that's the end yeah. of the cliche stuff. I'd agree with that. All right. So, Scott, uh, I think you have a very important sentence that you want to say. About being a wooer? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like I didn't even know what a wooer was until Emily took that personality test and then I talked to Lily about what a wooer was, but mm-hmm. apparently it's someone who can like really really like is good at like attracting others' attention and getting mm-hmm. to know a lot of people and like they're the center of attention for like this whole group of people and like they're just created this like massive network for themselves. Um so if you can if you can find a wooer like Benner, Emily, I will say they, they have aspects of or characteristics of being a wooer. You're building up Ben's ego so much. Right now. <laughs> I, I am. I'm trying so hard to keep it in. <laughs> so if you, you can connect <laughs> with this one wooer, then they'll connect you to this entire other network, which you probably couldn't have found on your own. It probably would have taken a lot more time and energy. So it's like it's a catalyst to making friends. I think that's how I want to say it. This is called the parasitic method. Because you're a parasite. (laughs) (laughs) You just feed off uh, somebody else's network. Basically. It makes a lot of sense, though. Like, I'll use myself as an example since Scott did. So I do know, like Tim said it before, I know a lot of people. I don't know a lot of people super well, but I know a lot of them. And I hang out with a lot of people at different times. Uh, Not really during COVID, but like, I guess, outside running into people. Um, And pre-COVID, like inviting people, like I would invite a lot of, um, a lot of different people from different groups and they would meet each other because they knew me. So like, if you meet a wooer, just become like, honestly, we're fun people. So like, you'll be friends with us. You won't even really have to work that hard. Um, But like become friends with a wooer and through that wooer, you will meet other people. It's like a spider web. Like you just, 
get onto one point of the web and then you can get to any other point on the web through the center. I'm curious what you guys, you, what you guys' opinion is on, I've always stressed about like crossing friend groups. Like if you've got two different friend groups that like for a while you've been a part of, but they're separated. And then if they, they like meet each other, do you think that's just like irrational anxiety or like, have you guys ever felt anxious about like friends that you have that don't know each other meeting each other? Yeah. I think it's because this one friend group perceives you this way and this other friend group perceive, perceives you slightly differently mm-hmm. and you want those to match up, but they're not going to all the time. So like, and, and that goes back to like how people um, change how they act in different environments and so you're kind of like having this conflict of like, how should I act right now? Like, should I act how I usually do with this group, group A or group B? And like, it's weird. I the think, other thing, I always wonder, like, are they going to be friends with each other? Like, depending how different, like, I met them. Not that they're going to hate each other, but like, they're going to be like, my God, Tim's friends with people that are this boring. <laughs> I think, um, I think it depends on how different the two groups are. And like how different they perceive you. Like Scott, you said something like they perceive you a little different, like slightly different. Like if it's a little different, I think the two groups would get along well. But if it's like they think I'm like completely different, like if my Jesus camp friends who are like, well, past tense Jesus camp friends, but whatever. Um, like the friends that I met at Jesus camp, if I was still friends, like close friends with them, and they came to my school and visited and met, um, like our, like our softball friends. Whoa. <laughs> but like if, like Tim, you met my uh, friends from my previous school and like you guys got along pretty well because you both, pre- both groups perceived me pretty similarly. I don't know. So, I think, I, uh, I think Jerry would love our college friends. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, Scott would love Jerry. <laughs> Who's Jerry? <laughs> he was the first half of Ben and Jerry. Well, he's the first half of Ben and Jerry before it became Ben and Tim. <laughs> yeah, it was Ben and Jerry for like uh, a month or two before it was Ben and Tim. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really just that first thing. But then the second thing. Well, the first half, the second thing. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, so so that's some uh, long-time history on the, the podcast host. Yeah, wow. Uh, it's been a really long time. <laughs> It's been 2014. Wow. It's been, well, okay. It was like late 2014. So it's been like a little over six years. Holy crap. Anyway. It's a third of a lifetime. If you're 18. (laughs) Good job, Jim. (laughs) Okay. Um, The next, the next non-cliche tip here is trying new hobbies and okay so i feel this this has to do with the law of attraction somewhat but people are usually attracted to people who they find interesting if you do nothing interesting well guess what other people are probably not going to find you interesting and not want to hang out with you interesting people do and say interesting things right that's just that (laughs) So what I struggle with here is, so I want all of these to be like practical tips that people can actually do. You can do this. You can so do this. It may seem very abstract 
And you may think like, it's just like, how the heck can I do this? But like finding cool hobbies, like we're not saying go out of your way and force yourself to like this thing because it's cool. But like, like Scott found uh, poker. He likes gambling. It's his hobby. And we got into gambling. Okay. We play poker, but like, we don't actually gamble with money unless we like go to a casino. But like it's our hobby now and like it's fun because we saw Scott did it and we enjoyed it. So we tried it. And now we all enjoy it together. Like so you can find it through friends. I'm such a degenerate. Every time I make a bet, I go find somebody else who will bet on the winner of the bet I just made. Unless it's unless you're doing roulette and then it lands on zero and then everyone loses. <laughs> yeah. Worst day. It's happened too many times. Um I missed my yeah, mouth. So I think in like the, the interest of honesty to our listeners, like finding cool hobbies, I think that this is like a lifelong thing. Like this is, you just have to focus on, on getting into things. Like, mm-hmm. because whenever I've set out to find new hobbies, like I remember thinking about this a lot, like middle school, high school around there, especially when like, I didn't have like a ton of close friends, especially like at that point in my life. And, you know, would I get into like building houses of cards? You know, like there were so many questions, like you could come up with all this entire list of hobbies, but I almost find that hobbies come after friends for me because I want, I want to be with friends and do what they're interested in. It's not so much, do something and then get friends to do it with me. I think um, our hobbies point kind of ties into our previous cliche of joining clubs. Like if you really like, like if you, if you're, if you really like carpentry or woodworking and like you, you do that when you're home and like on the side kind of thing, um, your school may have like a woodworking club. Uh, if you play the piano just for fun and probably like a, music club i don't know i'm not music musically inclined but like there's definitely interest clubs that you can join on campus for things that you're interested in um but hobbies also like what i said earlier interesting people do interesting things hobbies are fantastic talking points for getting to know people and like i said they're interesting like talking about the weather and talking about a sports team that you know like nothing about unless it's your hobby it, it's not going to be an interesting conversation and people are not going to want to be friends with you if you say boring things all the time. Sometimes you can say boring things. Let me give you a prime practical example with Tim. Say someone lives in Vermont. They go, hey, I live in Vermont. And Tim's I'm like, like, you ever snowboard? You yeah, ski? What do you yeah. do? Tim will say yeah. that. And then boom, they're going to be like, oh my God, you snowboard? So do I. Or maybe they mm-hmm. don't. It doesn't matter what they say, honestly. And then Tim goes into like how he's so Okimo, passionate. Okimo, about- Mount Snow, Stratton, uh, white faces up there. Mm-hmm. He, he knows things and it's interesting. Yeah. So think you just, you just started. And I'm like, when are we conference. going? Name a day. <laughs> <laughs> you just started a whole conversation just because you had that one hobby. And think about if you had a bunch of other hobbies you could talk about. You t- mm-hmm. And people like talking about themselves. So you could just go on for hours having a conversation. But remember, like, focus on the other person if you're actually talking to them, too. Mm. Ask them what their hobbies are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're points to say, but it relates more with, like, dating than this. So 
I'll write it down for the future episode on dating that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I think it applies to both. We'll get there. Friends and a partner, but whatever. This okay. is more okay. focused on friends. I'm so excited to snowboard with Claudia this week. Anyway. <laughs> well, I was going to say something really interesting. Dang. Guys, oh, yeah. Your hobby you doesn't. I'm no. distracted. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, stop. <laughs> Just come. So hobbies don't have to be something that you do. It can just be something that you know. Like your hobby can be learning about like the history of the piano. Like some topics are just interesting to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that guy doesn't have a lot of friends, huh? Well, it was a, yeah, <laughs> piano was a bad example. But <laughs> or, or like, or like oh, building that's your PTs. hobby. That's awesome. No, honestly, that that does sound interesting. The history of the piano. Yeah, not for me, but for somebody yeah. else. But like bu- building PCs, like for me, hardware is like so much fun to talk about. Uh, although I haven't really had a lot of free time to really get into building things. Just like I built a PC, like we've all built a PC. So like it's easy for us to talk about. But when we go back to school, we're building a mining rig for crypto. Oh no, we're God. not, Tim. We said no. <laughs> Comment below if you want to team up with Tim to build a crypto mining rig. Do it. No. Anyway. Next one. Anybody else have a talking point? No? Okay. Yeah, it's just... (laughs) I would focus passively on picking up hobbies. When you come across them, just pick them up. Yeah. But it's... I'm going to just reiterate. I, I personally think it's very difficult to intentionally find one. You can also make money off your hobbies. This isn't a business. I agree with you, Tim. Finding a hobby, it has more to do with going about your everyday life. And if something interests you, you have to lunge at it. Even if it's like mildly interested, you just got to pursue it until you're either not interested or you are interested. It's like, like, it's like they say about uh, women all the time. Like the moment you stop like searching for the one you'll, you'll find her. Yeah. Yeah. But that's too abstract to be realistically uh employed so i don't know what what, movie anyway what is with you guys talking about dating i don't know it's not me man it's not me <laughs> yes it is, you, except <laughs> it is. <laughs> anyway okay. next one on the list is slide into people's dms like basically <laughs> <laughs> it works Scott wrote this not me I'll, I'll, I mean, this isn't a dating one, but like, if you're, if you're sliding up on the same, uh, like gender as you, uh, I'm 99% of the time, they're probably going to respond unless they have no idea who you are, then you're going to come off as weird. At least somewhat know this person. I've been sliding up on Mark Hamill's story. He's not replying. (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, with the new generation of um, with with technology, it's very easy to communicate with people uh, compared yeah. to in the past. In the past, you have to write a letter to someone. You know how long that takes. Or I mean, I mean, they also had phones too. But like, no one no one calls anymore. Well, Emily, we should bring back the call. I do like calls. You know what? The next time I want to talk to somebody, I'm just gonna call them, Scott. We should do it. Next time we're playing poker, when it's my turn, I'm going to dial Scott. No. So here's a, here's a, here's a interesting fact. 
you can really determine your relationship with someone else just by randomly calling them and seeing if they pick up. Test that out. If they pick up, they most likely want to talk to you. If they don't pick up, they're probably just going to come up with some excuse, be like, oh, hey, I, I, I missed your call. Are we doing this? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a live sliding up on someone's DMs right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> he hung up on me. <laughs> Clip this. That was funny. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, so... I honestly, Snapchat stories in particular, I didn't slide up on anybody's story. I think the first time I ever did it was actually about a year ago. Um, and it's something I'm like trying to go out of my way to do because like, I guess it's for so long since I didn't do it, it's like not natural to me, but I feel like that's a great way to stay in touch with old friends also. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I slide up mildly often. Um, it's usually like uh, if somebody posted something that like we had in kind of like a if you know you know situation kind of thing, I'll like swipe up and like say ha really funny something like that. Or like somebody posts something about like how this is like the greatest movie. I'm like yeah no, it's but like <laughs> in a nice way. I guess it kind of goes along with being a wooer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I think just that subtle subtle message sliding into someone's dm is like the conversation doesn't have to go anywhere it's not like you have to like schedule a hangout but like you're putting yourself in the back of their mind so that in at a future date if they see you in person like oh hey let's do this sometime i don't know yeah remember when ray slid into kylo ren's force oh my gosh anyway (laughs) pretty sure not (laughs) like no i don't think i will so it may be counterintuitive considering everything we've talked about so far but being alone and independent underrated (laughs) yeah this no it's so true it's so true i mean you have to figure out who you are before you can make the real close friends that are going to be important to you yeah. yeah, like what we talked about earlier, being yourself to meet people. Oh, cliche. Uh, you, ha- you do actually have to like, in order to be yourself, you have to know yourself. Check out our previous episode on how to know yourself in college. Um, and so it's it may seem abstract and like idealistic of us to say, but like it really is. Like you really do have to like at least know yourself on some level um, to actually get to know other people in like, a friend group that fits you like we said earlier like you can't pretend to be somebody else because then those people are going to like the fake you not the real you and in order to be friends with the people that know the real you you have to know the real you yeah it's just that's also that like, really circular logic like i know that this whatever. is connecting back to dating again i'm the new scott apparently well scott was the new emily i'm the new scott yeah i, I, I refuse to fall into this <laughs> like i was thinking about the other day like the key to being okay with rejection is like realizing you don't want to date somebody who would reject you like yes because that person obviously isn't right for you like this is this is all better if you're being rejected than if you would actually ended up dating this person 
you win if you get rejected. Yeah. Yeah. Most people don't think about it like that, but yeah. Because you could have got, you could have gotten into weeks or months or, or perhaps even years of dating this person just for it all to end, you know, because obviously that person has some kind of reservation and those reservations usually don't go away. Question. How does this tie in? So how this connects back to like knowing yourself, like again, putting on like that. Like an essay. Kicking off topic on an essay. <laughs> this ties in because. <laughs> putting on that face for other people or even just what you think is your face because you don't really know yourself. Um you're just ending up with people that are that are the wrong people and eventually they're just going to fall out of your life and it might not even be like dramatic it's just years later you're not going to have those people around you because you didn't find the right people for you i think when it comes to networking meeting other people you need a strong foundation and in this situation the foundation is you, you need a good like sense of who you are what you like what you dislike. And I think it's okay to, to, if you're looking to get a completely different friend group, it's okay to step away from your current friends who maybe you don't have a lot in common with, or you were putting on that mask. Like as Tim said, take a break from hanging out with them, be independent for a certain amount of time, really work on yourself, um, get to know what you like, what you dislike. And once you get that good foundation, I think then you're ready to go out into the world and start meeting the people who you actually want to hang out with. So, Sky, you're saying don't wear a mask? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a second. <laughs> I think. No. We're not talking about COVID right now. <laughs> I'm talking I about personality be- masks. <laughs> Being a fake you. Why does my virtual background loves sticking to like the movies on my bookshelf <laughs> right now my sweatshirt matches my uh comforter <laughs> <laughs> like they're the same color but i okay let me let me put the question on you since so we just talked about the mask thing not not covid mask um have you ever put on a mask in order to fit in in groups that you know you shouldn't be in Scott, I'm not a scientist. I'm not prepared to comment on masks. Oh my God. <laughs> um, this kid, how many jokes is that now? Is that three? I'm up to so many jokes this episode. I haven't had enough coffee yet. That's, my head's but, still like, they're not my even head's spinning. They're really not even good enough to qualify as jokes. They're just oh. kind of like bad connections. <laughs> um, as far as as far as putting on personality masks, have I been in? I'm restating the question because I don't remember it. Like I said, not a lot of coffee today. Wait, wait. So, what's your answer? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, it's so early, guys. This is the end of the episode, and Tim is like falling to bits. <laughs> oh, I, I put everything question. into this episode. Got. Oh, the questions. It's too philosophical for 8 a.m. Okay, let me. It's 2 30. <laughs> okay, I'll give my answer because I did do this in the past. I did this in like eighth grade where I was hanging out with kids I know I shouldn't have been. Um, and yes, they were fun and entertaining, but I realized like I don't have the same interests and the same, and they don't have the same motivations as me. So I ended up getting new friends in high school. 
What was the question? Just like, have you? Have Thank you. you. Have, I, I didn't know what the question was either. Have you <laughs> like, worn a mask, like being someone you're not in order to fit in? Um, yeah, 100%. Uh, I can't think of an example at the moment, but yes, I definitely have. Okay, Tim, you got the question now? <laughs> um, I think it's in like minor ways that you talk. Um, so I think I've spoken differently, like with different people. Uh, that's definitely something I fall into often. It, even as recently, like I skied with a group of people a few weeks ago who I haven't really hung out with since high school. And even in high school, I didn't hang out with this group of people. It, it was just, they went to my high school and they ski. So I went with them. And like, I was speaking completely different for like that entire weekend just you know like fitting in like it's natural i think it's kind of like the elevator thing everybody faces the same direction in an elevator um so i'd say that's kind of how i wear a mask but at the same time you know i wasn't it's not like a college setting or or particularly a freshman year college setting where you're looking to find among thousands of potential friends a handful of close ones you know, it was a weekend I was spending with some with some guys I haven't seen in years. I don't know. I, I definitely think I have, like, changed up the way that I speak and things like that. But never to an incredible degree. But just to be clear, you do you do sport wearing masks. <laughs> uh, personality masks. Yes. Wait, no. <laughs> it's totally fine to uh, change how you act or talk a little bit, depending on the friend group. Like what we were talking about earlier with uh, wooers and Tim asked us about putting two friend groups together. Like the, the two, two different friend groups perceive you two different ways, slightly different or more than slightly different because you act different. And it's fine. Like it's not that you're pretending to be somebody else in that situation. It's just because you adapt a little bit to depending on who the people you around are, who the people you're around are. It's called adapting. It's called being an adult, but uh, pretending to be somebody else to fit in is not the same thing as what I mean by uh, being a little different among different friend groups. I just, I just thought about something that just popped in my head, but I swear to God, if it's dating Scott, no, no, this isn't dating. But there are um, apps out there where they're literally designed for you to make friends. I don't know. If yeah, you know a lot of people's this. Tinder bios. Yeah, I'm looking for friends. Like Tinder. I know, like, like I know Bumble specifically. Oh. Other than the dating part of it, they have friend. Like, you can meet new friends on there, and also I think like business partners, which is crazy. Scott's like, yeah, I know, I know these apps that like help you meet new people. It's not dating. Um, it's called Tinder and uh, Bumble. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Whenever Scott, Scott gets asked you about Bumble, use... he goes, "Yeah, it's just for meeting business colleagues." <laughs> <laughs> what Scott is trying to get at is there are a lot of people on Tinder and Bumble and dating apps that are only there to meet friends, and like that's fine. Like you do you, go for it. But yeah. I... What Honestly, when people what tell is with me this though, virtual background, like it's hanging off the left side of my face. That's a fez. That red thing. It's a fez. It's a hat. What's a fez? Hey, <laughs> any Doctor Who fans? Comment below. Anyway, um, F E Z. 
I think that was a good episode. Last thoughts? I'm distracted. No, I did have one more thought. I know. It's kind of what were you saying? Wait, what? Dating apps? Yeah, oh, yeah. Online. My, my, my thoughts on dating or dating Friend apps. <gasps> if, you're, if you're looking for friends, I, I, I don't think dating apps are the way to go. Because honestly, I think most of the people in their bios who say like, just looking for friends, I think they're going to get those people. They're either inactive accounts very quickly. Honestly, I don't really know. I'm speaking on my ass right now, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's the right direction. I don't think meeting friends on uh, dating apps is a. Because also, like, good idea. The, the problem, all the people you match with on dating apps, it's like many of them are like far away. I'm not working that hard for a friend. <laughs> but I mean, some people do it. And, you know, like, I respect it if, it, if it's worked for you. I'm just saying it doesn't really work terribly often. <laughs> Drive across the country to make a friend. <laughs> you can set your range to that far. <laughs> you can set you can set your range to global and you're like swiping on Japanese chicks. Or Japanese guys. Or it doesn't have to be Japan. Inclusive. It can be any country. Inclusive. That's just one that's far away. Just to put it on lost <laughs> Let's let's set our distance to global. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway i apologize for tim's uh lack of respect of others and scott's judgment from last episode (laughs) thank you for watching this is a good episode like it started out really strong and then like we kind of got goofy but yeah be be a goof be endearing some people will hate you for it but don't be friends with those people Mm -hmm. that's my last two cents unless tim and scott's last two cents give me more two cents yeah, you don't want fake friends. That's all I'm going to say. Be yourself. Make real friends. Yeah, you, you already said what I was going to say, so I'm, <laughs> I got nothing. Great. I love how Tim ends on a cliche. Anyway, thank you for watching. Uh, please be sure to like and subscribe. Hit the bell so you know when we upload. Comment if you like Doctor Who. Comment if, uh, what was Tim's thing? Oh, if you want to build a uh, crypto mining rig with Tim. Uh, comment for under over ideas. Comment with... Uh, Questions of the day, ideas. We want to hear from you. Check out our merch, College Made Easy uh, hoodies, right? Uh, T-shirts. We have leggings, hat. Do we have a hat? Don't know. I know it's a mug. It's a mug. Yeah. And check out our merch, though. More coming soon. We have a lot of good merch. Potentially by this episode. So really check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for watching, ladies and gentlemen. Most of the gentlemen. Rip. Good luck.